0: You're listening to the Apple Insider Podcast.
1: This is the Apple Insider Podcast, recording May 14th, uh, episode 16. We've made it this far. I'm your host, Victor Marks. And joining us, we have Apple Insider Senior Editor, Mikey Campbell. Hello. Contributing Editor, Shane Cole. Hello. Hello. Today, we'll be talking a little bit about the ming iPhone 6s rumors, the iPad Pro rumors, fiat and automotive intervention, YouTube vanishing from some Apple TVs, the NYT Now app becoming a freely available app, and Apple Watch water resistance. One of the big pieces of news that we had this week was the iPhone 6 rumor, the iPhone 6s rumor, to be clear. Um, and they were talking about in the rumors, this was uh, provided by ming of KGI Securities, and they're talking about a rose gold casing color that matches the Apple Watch Edition, a 12 megapixel camera, two gigabytes of RAM, and what really struck me as unusual about this rumor was that there were different casing materials indicated and a restructured internal design. So, you know, the, the hint was that this would somehow address bending issues that people talked about when the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus launched. But it's really unusual, isn't it, that we have a new case construction and the second year S models? Is it
2: supposed to be a new material, or is it just a new color that's more pinkish?
0: I think it's both. Well, according to the note, he said um, that they're working on different alloys. Didn't he say that? Hold on, let me bring up that note. Well... Uh, I know the the color he just added that in, but I don't think he he didn't specify whether it's going to be actual gold or just a rose gold color.
2: There was a, it might have been him a couple of months ago. Somebody said that they would move the case to the same aluminum alloy that they use for the Apple Watch Sport, right?
0: Yes, I don't know. I think yeah, I think that might have been him. I mean, yeah. that makes sense, I guess. It, no sense in. Making two different alloys, source it from the same thing.
1: It, it, it depends on how they're doing sourcing. If they're trying to have multiple sourcing partners, multiple manufacturers, so that they have plenty of supply, or if they're going to run it all through one and be reliant.
0: It depends on. Well, it also depends on how they're making the metal, right? I mean, if it's Apple, I mean, not how many uh, how many smelters are they going to give out the their secret sauce? That's such
2: an amazing word, smelter. That's great. Smelter. Whoever and, uh, coined that, I, I, I thank them greatly for adding that to the English language.
0: They're also talking
1: about adding another microphone closer towards the speaker to improve sound quality. Um, one of the things that was interesting to me was they said 5.5 plus models may use scratch-resistant sapphire.
0: Well, he said uh, a certain amount, a limited, a limited batch. He said something similar about the, um, the current 6 uh he he guessed at the time but this was before um GT Apple blew up right The thing fell apart he said that um uh apple was going to make it a kind of like a you know exclusive option for the uh the five or the the, the fat fablet users so is is the takeaway
2: from this supposedly that there's going to end up being a rose gold model with sapphire because i think that that's moving divertu territory and i would just be ridiculous i would slap anybody who bought that phone directly in the face
0: i pr- i mean i think apple could do that but i don't think that they'll necessarily tell consumers about it i mean they could be doing it you know behind the scenes as a kind of like a, a proof of concept test you know I'm sending out a, a batch of uh, 6s pluses or six 6- plus S's, how you're to call it. Yeah, or something, you know, and, and just kind of see how it goes, not tell anybody that it's a special material. Um, I mean, that could work. Who's who's really going to test their phone and and be like, oh, I better test if I got a Sapphire one. I'm going to go scratch it up with my keys right now. Hey, uh, Every single person that did the bend test in week one.
2: Yeah, and all the guys took their Apple Watch and went swimming with them. All of those
1: Although, people. although, that turned out okay. Well...
2: Well, I mean, well. yeah, it, it turned out okay, <laughs> you know, at the end. But going into that, there's no way you know it's going to turn out okay. So you have to have a certain amount of crazy in your in your repertoire to even consider that in the first place.
1: I'm all about the crazy.
0: Unless you own a YouTube channel and um, you'll yeah, more than true. make up for the uh, four yeah. hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, but how many ad views have you got to have for uh, – for that YouTube channel to support buying one to destroy.
2: Well, what's his name? Uh, that gamer starts with P. P. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, he streams. He makes like 200 grand a month streaming on Twitch and YouTube.
1: All right, hang up. We got to go and do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. Now, so what, what of all of these different pieces of this rumor do we think are, are the most likely, most sensible to actually happen?
2: I think there will probably be a rose gold model. if any of this is going to come true, it would be the rose gold portion. I don't know that there actually will be one, but
0: I hope you're wrong.
2: I mean I, I mean a color, I don't mean an actual like gold iphone. I just still to, just to right.
1: clarify you,
0: you know you know what's going to happen is they're going to you know make that color available in the MacBook and then you know everything. It's going to be terrible.
2: Why would it be terrible? Do you have something against rose gold?
0: I do. It's ugly. It it clashes with his yellow gold. In in uh, a <laughs> in limited in limited scope, it's fine, like on a ring or a bracelet or something. But I don't know about carrying a huge slab of faux rose gold around as a. Uh, it's gonna look legit. I don't know. I
2: saw I saw a kid on the train the other day um, with a, you know, the the Samsung Galaxy Mega, the seven-inch phone. Yeah. He had it up to his face, and I couldn't see his head. <laughs> he was like, "I guess it was his mom's phone." And this kid was like seven years old, and it's a Chinese kid, so he's small to begin with, right? And he had it up to his, the side of his face, and it was his little hand in the middle of the phone, and I couldn't see anything behind the phone. It was just like a, a phone on a neck. It was amazing.
0: The joke's on you. His his head was actually the phone.
2: <laughs> that has so been. Awesome. Far
0: it's come.
1: Medical science is coming far quickly. So I think the twelve megapixel camera. We're going to see some kind of camera improvement.
0: I could see that. Um, uh, I mean, Sony's been really gunning hard with the uh, with the camera modules since that is their only money making business at this point. Um, Not true. <laughs> they're only significant significant money making. I was just going to be venture. an I was
2: just going to be an asshole and say that actually they have an insurance business in Japan that's really big. That's what it is. It's the true.
0: Cash. Yeah, it's true.
2: Selling old people life insurance
0: until the big one hits. Uh, okay. anyway. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're really like publicizing how, how great their camera modules are. And I wouldn't be surprised if Apple picked one up either for the, for the six S or the six S plus,
1: um, what sorry. about the RAM upgrade? I mean, we know that the iPad Air 2 has two gigabytes of RAM. Does it make mm-hmm. sense for that to to um, come over to the phone line as well? I don't see why not.
2: Has it had have either of you sorry, I apparently can't speak at this moment. Have either of you experienced with an uh, iPhone six or six plus that it just randomly hangs sometimes when doing seemingly mundane things like switching keyboards?
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: that happens to me all the time, and I I'm wondering if that's an iOS problem or a RAM problem or some combination thereof.
0: I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times, and I think they might be distinct issues. But I see it like you know how how you're saying with the UI and stuff, like visual aspects of it, and then um, I also see it uh, with the f- when I'm calling somebody sometimes or hanging up or if yeah. or like let's say I get a phone call. And for some reason it drops or something and I try to call them back immediately, it'll just, it won't, nothing will happen. It'll say it's calling and it'll keep cycling like that. So, I mean, that is probably a, a, a calm suite issue. Um, but the, uh, the one that you're talking about, the UI, like it, I assume you use, um, international keyboards, right, Shane? Yeah. Yeah. Like every time I switch to like a Japanese keyboard or something, it'll take a, a, a while to, uh to load up so I'm not sure it could be a yeah. RAM issue
1: now what I've been seeing is uh, springboard crashing on me and and relaunching the whole springboard thing from the Apple logo on up so that happens to be on my hmm. iPad Air
2: too, all the damn time anytime essentially every fifth time I use the um, four finger up gesture to get to the multitasking menu it will just crash springboard and I'll have to wait till it reboots
1: now, one of the things that I did uh, on an iPad that I had a few weeks ago uh, that it had a game that wasn't launching and the the, person who, the kid who owned it wanted me to help him figure out what uh, was going on with the game. There was an app that we installed that allowed us to view the console logs on the Mac over USB. And through that, I was able to figure out which part of it was dying. Have, have either of you guys attempted to do any of these things
0: to diagnose what's going on? No. Uh, I've used... Um... Um, I've used Xcode a couple of times, um, but I haven't used it for that hanging issue. I mean, it's not a, it's not a game. It's not like going to stop me from using the phone. So I don't really care. I don't really use it that, I mean, I don't see it that often. So, um, yeah, but Shane, uh, wait, do you have an Apple watch?
2: I will tomorrow morning Oh. or where I am right now later today. By the oh, time
1: okay. our listeners hear this,
0: yeah, yes. he'll he'll be he'll be wearing watch. the Apple Watch. Which, by yeah. the
2: way, quick digression, is a hilarious story. I ordered my watch on the day they all shipped, so April twenty fourth, because my friends got one and I totally got peer pressure into buying it, even though I refused steadfastly in the beginning. And so I ordered it April twenty fourth. Neil ordered his on <laughs> launch day at midnight. I'm going to get mine before he gets his.
0: Yeah, he's been kind of salty about that.
1: Yeah, has been. I keep sending. My big takeaway here is that Shane can be peer pressured. Oh Which is kind of awesome. We're gonna have to use that.
2: Yeah. I, I take but, a when I went to preparing for shipment, I sent him a screenshot and he said, I hate you. And then when it's shipped, I sent him a screenshot of the tracking and he said, No, I really hate you.
0: Uh but, he, but wait, did you get the the space gray one like he did? No, no. I got uh, the white and
2: the white and silver one.
0: Uh yeah. Um well anyway uh, for for the apple watch os I'm also seeing like weird issues and it kind of makes me i i, I kind of agree that Apple has been dropping the ball on the uh, software side um for the past i don't know a couple of years or so
1: when when it comes to the watch let me ask are you seeing mm. problems with apps that are are running from within the phone and i'm using just' seeing, the I know, the I'm, display?
0: Seeing, I'm seeing problems the the uh with the with the software itself, like the the UI, like for example, um, just the past couple of days, some like weird things started where apps um, that have compatible watch um, software, or you know that that are compatible with watch, they just start installing themselves on on my watch without my knowledge. But it's not a real install, because if I tap on it on the watch, nothing happens. And if I delete it, or if I try to delete it, nothing happens. You've <laughs> so actually basically... discovered
2: a secret NSA backdoor. Congratulations.
0: Oh, now, now we're... And wait, there's, there's the, the fire fire <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, no, but... Mikey, it was really nice knowing you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: wait, 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 guys.
1: <laughs> They're
0: coming no, but... to get him. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, I don't know, it just seems really unstable. Um, and, and the way that they, you, they have, have it set up to add apps and stuff is just not, it's not working for me.
1: I've been having a lot of trouble with CarPlay lately where the best way I know that I'll have a good time with CarPlay in the car is if I reboot the phone before I get in the car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I have to restart every other day in order for it to work.
0: Kind of sounds like another operating system. Is that um.
2: You mean Mac OS Ten Yosemite?
0: <laughs> was that, was that the one you were right thinking now. of? <laughs> I, shall, I sh- it shall, remain nameless. This is the Apple Insider podcast, right? We're uh... <laughs> look, we're Amen. helping them. We're helping them uh, future-proof their products by actually making them usable.
2: All I'm saying is, if you're gonna be a company that prides yourself on your user experience and you completely fail to deliver on the promised user experience, it's not an amazing selling point.
0: But yeah. if they keep saying it, it must be true.
2: I have in Yosemite now at the latest version, I have the weirdest problems. My volume buttons lag.
1: I had Finder lag and so I reinstalled last night and it is better for now.
2: Oh, that happens to me all the time. Finder crashes three times a day.
1: No, I had, like, waiting two minutes of spinning progress wheel for, uh, mm. for Finder to update its contents. Hmm.
2: Safari sucks for me, too.
1: Hey, but I hear iOS 9 is going to be really great, you guys. <laughs> um, I'm
0: sure it'll be spectacular.
2: And this is why we don't get preview review units from Apple.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Uh... Speaking of upcoming
1: units, the, uh, the other rumor that we had was the iPad Pro rumor. Uh, coming sometime in 2016, and the, the new piece of information was a silver nanowire screen.
2: Which is the second time in 12 months that that rumor has come out, and the first time around is for the Apple Watch. And now it's back again.
1: So why should people care about silver nanowire screens?
2: I, um, I mean, unless Mikey Mike has an answer, I don't think anybody <laughs> should care.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that. Going with such an exotic tech as far as, you know, mass production is concerned, I don't know if that's even viable.
2: Well it's not because that's it's not that super exotic anymore though, is it? It's in I shipping think products.
0: It is, but are those products shipping in the tens of millions though? What are those uh, products?
1: You said it's shipping. Do you have an example? I'm just curious.
2: Yes, I do. I'm trying to remember. I think it's LG. Is shipping a phone in South Korea with nanowire?
1: Okay. Yeah. Does it have? Does it really add pressure sensitivity? Because that's the one thing that I could find when I was looking into this is that silver nanowire allows pressure sensitivity, which would be beneficial for an iPad Pro if you were going to try and do pro features on an iPad. Well,
2: it's just it's a different way to measure deflection, right? Right. Yeah. But you're never going to get the the kind of pressure sensitivity people demand in a tablet like that is never going to come unless you. Use similar technology in your digitizer to what Wacom does, for example. Mm. You know, you can't. You're not just gonna be able to depend on something like force touch to get drawing level efficiency. It's not gonna happen.
1: Well, so can you do a combination of silver nanowire and some kind of stylus and get the uh, the same level?
0: Well, it, it's two different. I don't think they really complement each other. You just go with one or the other. Yeah, I mean, like Shane said, it's gonna be. It would be really hard to make. Uh, precise um, input that you know you're gonna see the strokes that are you know gonna change like a like a Wacom tablet or there. Um, but uh, I mean, they'd have to make like a. I mean, with, with Apple Watch, it it's okay because the screen is small, the surface area is small, and I mean I'm, I haven't seen the electrodes on the outside that Johnny Ive is talking about, but I assume that they're using like a triangulation or. Whatever technique to kind of position where your finger is, <clears throat> but uh, when you get to bigger and bigger formats like an iPad Pro, I don't that I don't think I think it's gonna see diminishing returns on that.
1: Have we nah. heard anything about what what an iPad Pro what what makes a, an iPad an iPad Pro besides the size of the thing? Or is there something about iOS and the way apps are gonna work that that makes it a pro product?
0: I don't know. I think people are excited about the stylus thing right i mean yeah and as far as being yeah as, as being like an enterprise product i think it might be a cool idea because i use a yeah go
2: ahead uh, we were talking about this last week with dan actually and basically the the summation of our conversation was this would be great for sales people and enterprises and but no consumers Right. Yeah,
0: it's it's gonna be like um, it's gonna be like that. What what was that Kindle called? The the huge one. Um. The the newspaper yeah. size one. Yeah. The My one dad every, got one of those.
2: The one that everybody, every IT guy, every IT guy won one of those when it was announced for manuals, but when it was in its manufacturing run, run they. I remember what happened, but basically you couldn't effectively load uh, large PDFs onto it, which killed it. If they had done the PDF import correctly, I think they would have had an amazing market for everybody who carries around a ton of manuals with them.
0: Yeah, it it serves a very specific purpose, and I, I think that the pro will do that for enterprise
2: but is that my argument with that? Is is that a market that Apple's going to go into? And I think the answer is no. They sell lots of hardware to people, not you know. Well, what about IBM, bro? To... Well, yeah, <laughs> there's IBM... no there's no special IBM edition iPhone, right? They get the same iPhone that everybody Yet. else
0: gets. Rose gold IBM edition with sapphire <laughs> and included okay. stylus and silver uh, nanowire. Oh, oh. Oh, it's god.
1: special blessings by Paul Rand's ghost. I was just about to make a Paul
2: Rand joke so way to go there uh... Anyway, I mean my argument is Apple wants this, they're a consumer products company whether they selling to the enterprise is a byproduct of being popular with consumers right
0: For Apple it is yeah.
2: yeah yeah that's what I'm saying that's their their reason for their existence is to sell to people not to big yeah. businesses and I I don't see where. Maybe I'm just a, an idiot, but I don't see where a 13-inch iPad really is going to make a massive dent in the consumer world.
0: No, I, I just want to say that, it, I mean, what, what happens when uh, all the consumers have all your stuff? I mean, that's not close to happening yet, but...
1: Well, that's actually a good point, right?
0: Because well, when, when, when the market becomes so saturated with your own devices, like, like, say, the iPod, you have to branch out. Maybe they're looking forward. I don't know world domination guys
1: I, I can't imagine why they would ever be looking forward you're you know but you're right i mean
0: well no i'm not, i'm not right because that's not close to happening but no but saying.
1: i mean i i in terms of of what happens when people have all your stuff right how many people still have an ipad 2 out there and haven't upgraded from that thing yet
0: and i think a lot of people actually a
1: lot a lot so maybe this device gives some of those people a reason to nah.
0: I don't know. Making the jump from iPad 2 to Gigantor tablet is maybe a tough sell.
2: I went from iPad 2 to iPad Air 2, right? But I think how many people who have an iPad now think that this is great if only it was massively larger and more inconvenient to hold in my lap? You know what I'm saying? Nobody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Enterprise people. (laughs)
2: <laughs> salesman.
0: I mean, I'm excited about um uh Microsoft bringing out the real Surface, you know, the 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 table version.
2: What
0: do you mean? I don't know. I read a rumor that they're... I don't know if it was a rumor or it was an announcement. Yeah, it's I think they're actually going to start marketing that. I mean, they've had it, but I think they're going to yeah. market a, a new perhaps consumer-priced version. I don't know. I read something about that. It it flew by in my RSS.
2: They have the hub, the big hub display, the Mm -hmm. 55-inch 4K.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's expensive though, right?
2: Lay that. Oh, yeah, it's really expensive. Maybe just lay that flat on like four legs and call it a surface.
0: I would would buy that if it was not over $10,000.
2: Really? You would spend $9,999 on a Microsoft coffee table?
0: Don't, don't push me, man. I might do it. <laughs> oh God.
2: Okay. On, okay. Fiat ideas, right? <sighs> Fix it again.
1: Tony. Yes. Um, the, the owners of all of the okay. rust from the 1980s, uh, and also Chrysler said that Tim cook was out on a tour meeting automotive folks saying that Apple needs to stage an automotive intervention. Um,
0: he didn't say he, they need to. They said, uh, "I mean, that's the way he phrased it." He said, "Apple's automotive intervention, whatever that." Okay, means. so I ask you, or Apple's does intervention that in the car could be. It could be Apple. I mean, it could be um, CarPlay. For all we know, I mean, Fiat is super invested in that. So, or right, Fiat Chrysler Group
1: CarPlay is cool, but is is CarPlay the last word of Apple in the car? Given that you guys found and you, you Mikey, and, and found that that Apple has its own Car Bay and and shop and tools, and we've seen the pictures of the Chrysler minivans riding around with sensors on the top of them, is an intervention is clearly something more than just well, CarPlay, right?
0: Well, well, I mean, Shane, what do you? Th- I mean, I kind of, Shane, do you do you think that it's more of a mapping initiative as far as the vans go
2: okay well the vans are very clearly a mapping thing yeah. the fact that they're all caravans is probably just because that was the best leasing deal apple could get and they need to all be the same so they can only make the hardware for them in one manner right. so it'll all be interchangeable i don't think that has any bearing on anything else i mean if you want to if you if you want to read the tea leaves about this whole fiat nonsense i mean fiat owns ferrari Eddie Hughes on the ferrari board so if anybody's going to know what the hell is going on, it's clearly right. somebody. I mean,
1: car electronics have been terrible also, for years, right? I mean, we've had, you've got CAN bus and everybody's CAN bus is different. And you've got um, central computer and networked computers in the doors for all of the windows and telematics. All, all of these things are unmanageable and all different. And is Apple intervention mean fixing all of the in-car electronics? Or is it Apple's building a car or what?
0: I don't think that they're necessarily building a car. I mean i I would see them building components for a car, perhaps a computing system for the car, um, not in the manner that you and I may think of a computer or the general consumer may think of a computer, but you know like the the main automotive processing unit, right the ECM like and the it's window like the control Apple, module, like
1: yeah. the
2: Apple version like yeah, the Apple version of Microsoft Sync or something more.
0: Maybe something deeper. Yeah, I think maybe something deeper.
1: Apples in my HVAC Um, freezing me out.
0: (laughs) Maybe. But I mean, as far as the the things that we found in, um, in Sunnyvale, I think that could also be related to the mapping initiative. I mean, they have to get those fans and things serviced somewhere, right? So, I mean, for all we know, it could be all part of one thing that yeah
2: i think i think the mapping you know. thing is just it, a lot of people are reading a lot into it but at the end of the day maps are maybe the most important app of the mobile generation right i mean right now it, that's it people use their iphones for email and maps
1: and texts so lots of lots of texts so, well yeah i, mean, <laughs> I saw it's...
0: some people some people talking into them i don't know what's up with them.
1: well well you know shane you saw a kid talking to a seven inch tablet so
0: it's crazy yeah, I, did. I did what is going on yeah
2: you know actually it's come full circle because now we went from making phone calls to sending text messages to now sending voice messages wait via wait do WhatsApp. you
1: actually do that
2: I don't unless I'm forced to. Really? All my friends do.
1: Yeah. That's peculiar. Everyone I know that's ever done it has done it It accidentally.
2: No, no, no. Over here, it's huge. It started with and which is WeChat in China, right? Um, I think they were the first to make that really popular. Then once it hit WhatsApp, it was just viral. Wow. Everybody does it. Cool.
1: So. You yeah, I'm going to change topics again. Um, I know that, that time zones are a weird thing for us because, you know, Mikey's in Hawaii. I'm on the East Coast of the U.S. And and Shane, you're over in Hong Kong?
2: Yes, the great city. Of Kowloon, Hong Kong. right?
1: No? No, I live on the
2: island. Oh, okay. No, I live on the island. Okay. I don't go to the dark side.
1: But the dark side has cookies. Come to the dark side. We have cookies.
2: The dark The dark side does have cookies. Actually, strangely, the dark Kowloon side does have a really great bakery that's very famous. And it's so famous and so popular that people actually scalp their cookies.
1: Wow. Yeah. But but the reason I bring this up is that it is, as we record this, it's like 5 a.m. for you. It is. Your your sleep cycle has got to be ruined, hasn't it?
2: Uh, Yes, Apple Insider has destroyed my sleep cycle.
1: Wow. You know, when I was at CES, I was at Showstoppers, and I saw, of all things, you know, they had at Showstoppers, they had all these gadgets and light bulbs, and light bulbs that work with iPhones, and remote-controlled robots, and all this crazy stuff. And one of the things that they had at Showstoppers was a mattress. They had a, a mattress from a company called Casper, and today's sponsor is Casper Mattresses. And uh, I, I bring it up not just because they're being kind and sponsoring us, but also because, you know, we, we talk about sleep in terms of time zones. And, Mikey, I know you've got a sleep sensor. A sleep no, it's just mine.
0: I just right. bought it because I'm a I'm a weirdo.
1: Which one did you buy? Oh, it's just...
0: Um, the Sense mm, okay. from that company, Happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I've got the uh, the ResMed S Plus and the, the old Gear 4 Renew and... Um, some other one named sense me I think that is around here so sleep is clearly a big item for all of us on today's show and I wanted to mention that uh, you know this this Casper mattress is an engineered American-made mattress that is uh, available at a pretty reasonable price and you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to caspercom insider and using the discount code insider uh, we, we spend like a third of our lives sleeping and waking up feeling terrible from a a lousy mattress sucks so what makes this Casper mattress different is that they're bringing to bringing together a couple of different technologies they've got latex foam and memory foam and because they've combined these two different density foams it it gives a better bounce and not a whole lot of sink into the mattress as you're sleeping on it which is pretty cool They've got a risk-free trial and return policy, and they'll deliver it straight to people. You can try it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they pick it back up. So it's really, really uh, generous in terms of just giving it a trial for 100 days. It's 500 bucks for a twin-sized mattress and 950 for a king-sized mattress. And I don't know what you guys spend on mattresses, but when I priced the, uh, the queen-size bet that we have, those are pretty reasonable prices they can go ahead and get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash insider and using that code insider.
0: And supporting the podcast.
1: And supporting the podcast. Mm-hmm. But the one
2: industry you never expected Silicon Valley to take on. Well, mattresses.
1: they their uh, their lead founder, as I understand it, was an IDEO designer. And IDEO, of course, has their hands on on just about every type of product there is, right?
2: I have to wonder, though, how much design actually can go into a mattress well i re- i realize we're probably going to get hate mail from like the vice president of sealy saying you would you have no idea how complex mattress technology can be but realistically it's well, some padding and some springs
1: well no how but, hard but, can this be? but casper is not springs casper is memory foam and latex and when i was looking at their website it looked like the one of the the layers has holes perforated in it so that it breathes. One of the things that kills me about um, foam mattresses that are not Casper that I've slept on in the past is that it, you can wake up really, really hot in the night because the the heat just builds up between you and the mattress and there's nowhere for it to go. There's Casper's looks like it it solves that problem. Listen, I keep going on about this. You guys are going to dare me to take the trial, aren't you? <laughs>
2: I I think you should do it. All right. Yes, well, for, science. for science, for science, science, for, for Apple Apple Science, specifically.
1: Well, it it is a a technology product. It showed up at a technology show. I. I will contact them. We will Good. find out. Okay, so our next topic on the list is is about YouTube and Apple TV. So I have the third generation. Apple TV and I actually think I have the third generation revision a version of it where it was the second release of Apple TV for third generation but the second generation ones are still out there in number I think Shane you've got a couple don't you I have one yes because I'm too lazy to sell it well if you send it here I will sell it for you we've talked about this perfect but the uh, the, the YouTube app disappeared off of it did you notice uh, no because I am not use it anymore
2: yeah But, um, (laughs) however, we did get many tips about this from our readers who were very irate that the YouTube app has disappeared.
0: It is one of the, I mean, for third-party apps, uh, besides Netflix, I think it might have been one of the, one of the channels that I used most, but I'm not going to miss it. I'm just, it was just there,
1: I guess. You used it because it was there and it was there because you used it and now it's gone. Yes. Yes.
2: Well, it's gone because they changed the data API for YouTube, right? Exactly. And somebody around, somebody in either Apple or Google or both made a decision that updating second gen Apple TVs was not worthwhile. I'm guessing it's Apple side, truthfully, because this is what the third thing that they've done to phase out the old Apple TV. It didn't get Beats Music, didn't get the UI redesign. Wasn't there one other thing recently that didn't get?
1: Aside from a YouTube, upload. did it did it pick up the HBO channels? Did it pick up HBO now? Yes. Uh, Wait, I think it
0: did, right? Yeah, I think it did. I don't. But anyway, know. there have been at have least be
1: to... at least
2: three things that they've done to try and goad people into upgrading, which they did successfully with me. And if they announce a new one next month, I'm going to be upset.
0: Well, that price reduction was uh, yeah, pretty obvious. <laughs>
1: But it's pretty obvious, but it is also helping them move units, right? There are people that I know personally that were willing to look at Amazon's box or some of the other ones and said, oh, wait, Apple TV is $69. I'll go get that. Yeah. Now, but, but it's interesting because who controls – so it's, it's the two sides of that relationship, right? There are updates that I really wish Hulu would make to their Apple TV app but Apple controls some of when those things can roll out. But Hulu is also responsible for this too, right? Well, I
2: think think Apple exercises a huge amount of control over the Apple TV. And we've seen that with Sling, right? Where Sling just refused to support the Apple TV. They gave us a preview account. They gave me a preview account. And the service is actually really, really good. I use it a lot. Um, Don't tell them that, though, because I'm not in the U.S. right now. But... They, it's not on Apple TV, and that's the only thing that actually keeps me from using it more. Mm-hmm. And the reason they gave for not being on the Apple TV is they did not want to bend to Apple's restrictions, because Apple wants every Apple TV app to work essentially the same way, with you know the top menu and cover flow style um, that's content not boxes.
1: A bad thing.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just using that to illustrate that. Right. That Apple obviously has a lot of control over what individual channels do, and that has to be a source of friction.
1: Yeah, and that's why Netflix uses the PlayStation 4 as their big beta platform. Yeah, Because they can roll stuff without whatever they want, and no one cares. I care. Do you use your PlayStation as the Netflix app?
0: Sometimes, if I'm too lazy to uh, turn on my... Or if <laughs> I'm too lazy to... um. Switch, uh, switch, inputs. switch inputs, or the, you know, the remote's kind of far away. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't be bothered to get up, get it. You
2: know, I, you know what I discovered recently about Netflix on the Apple TV is that the, your viewing history is actually apparently stored locally. It gets really? synced back, right, to Netflix. Yeah. So if you go to Netflix.com, you'll see what you most recently viewed. But my Apple TV crashed the other day, and when it came back up, my Netflix viewing history was gone
0: interesting
2: everything i've watched since it came back up is there but everything before that's
1: gone it didn't refetch from the network to re uh nope grab the history okay
0: maybe some token or something the uh the third
1: generation unit's a little long in tooth i mean it came out in 2012 and uh so i guess it makes sense for a new one but what are the kinds of things you're looking for out of a new one i've heard so far eight processor because the uh, the existing one's what an a5 sure and uh, 4K video is 4K video a big thing for you guys?
0: Yeah, because I need to watch the three movies that are out for 4K right now. Yeah, and I can't.
1: Right. Is is the idea that Apple going to 4K solves the chicken and egg problem when there are more people able to view 4K, more movies will be made in it? No. There's no. no. There's no way that the movies? one million units of Apple TVs that Apple's going movies? to sell is going movies to be
0: Movies have 4K been. Level. Yeah. I mean, they've been shooting movies in 4K for. A while, and, yeah. I mean, they they use masters that are of even higher quality, of course. Yes. Um, so it it's not really a question of do they have the content. They obviously have the content. They just don't have the delivery system, and I don't think Apple TV has a big enough share. Not to, to mention that.
2: Not to mention that four K TVs are wildly expensive still. Yes.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I'm just waiting for the uh, 4K OLEDs to uh, come down in five years.
1: You guys and your 4K, I want 8K. I don't want any of it. My my TV, my 1080p is very nice
2: as it is.
0: No one wants it, but you're going to take it. Yeah,
2: I know. And you'll
1: like it. Yeah, no
2: joke. Every time I walk by... Like an A V store here. I look at the big Samsung's like seventy inch four K that they have in the window and I want it like desperately. My in my inner nerd self wants it. But do you really need four K at seventy inches? I don't think so. My apartment's only three hundred square feet.
1: Yeah. I mean my TVs are old and seven twenty P. I I don't need four K at this time.
0: Yeah. Well no one needs it. Of course they're gonna say they can see a difference, but I mean to get a TV that or to get a, a panel that will actually, you can actually perceive 4K. It's out of the price range for 99 percent of the
1: people. How large yeah. and how close do you have to be to it?
0: There's a chart. <laughs> you can go to like HD Guru or something. Um, but uh, yeah, th- there's a point where it doesn't it doesn't matter. Just like 1080P, right? I mean, if you if you if you sit uh, five feet away from your 55 inch 1080P tv then you'll see a difference but yeah. i mean the thing is that you
2: know. the thing that i want most i have a new apple tv or even just a software update to this apple tv is an app store so that i can have the content sources that i actually want mm-hmm. on my tv
1: well yes. is that coming with things like hbo now if there are more apps that deliver their own channel is that going to solve it for you
2: i mean yes but Right now, you have to go... Well, I mean, presumably Apple will curate any Apple TV app store anyway. But I think that the barrier to entry is much higher right now than it could be in the future if there was a better yeah, distribution model.
1: Okay. Speaking about distribution models, the NYT or the New York Times Now application has gone free. They, uh, they drop subscription fees for unlimited article access. And that's kind of a big deal because if you've been on the internet at all in the past 20 years, everything behind the New York times has been behind a paywall. So um,
0: smooth segue. And I agree.
1: Yes. So do you use this app? Have you downloaded the app?
0: I don't use any uh, one publications app for news consumption. <laughs> I use aggregators. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I've used, I use the uh, only, the only, thing i use from the times that's branded is their crossword app yeah because i'm a nerd
2: yeah. do you have a crossword subscription i do yeah i had to pay i have a grand my nyt i guess news account is still active when i was in college but i have to pay an extra eight dollars a month for the crossword account it pisses me off but i still do it because i too am a nerd
0: i uh i just it when they switched over and um the, they got a got rid of the rankings because uh yeah, yeah. on the
2: subject of what we're actually talking about though um, <laughs> i don't use i use the NYT now app when it came out neil uses it a lot he really likes it for reasons passing understanding i don't see what the value is for my thing is the new york times is all about the in-depth article right and NYT now is trying to take the New York Times and make it to Twitter. So I think what they should have actually done is just called it what it really is, which is NYT, we're terrified of are able to get the news from Facebook and Twitter app. Right? I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a little it's a, it than the app. Rolls, yes, yes. rolls off the tongue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's attempting to bring people back into the fold who otherwise would see the headline on their news feed
0: or their Twitter feed, and then that would be it. But I don't Wait. see if it actually has that much value. <laughs> The, the Times are are behind the curve when it comes to new technologies. They're know.
1: behind the Times. You but, but but they're the Times. They're the newspaper of record for all of America.
2: And they have a tech they're, writer with an X in his middle name.
0: <laughs> uh, does that stand for Savior? I don't know I what else no, it is. It I xylophone? Don't I, I don't I know many just, I thought he just put it in there
2: for fun, to be honest. Well, he XY, has to ZZY.
0: differentiate himself from the, 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 the other Brian Jen yeah.
1: of... Uh, yeah.
0: Notoriety. Not- notoriety. Yeah, I thought yeah, he they're, just they're added not it. the same person.
1: No. Oh, okay. You're you're right. This does seem like Twitterifies New York Times sharing features like sending screenshots of story summaries in app. Um, the the one thing that stuck out to me because I am also a nerd, but I'm a different kind of nerd than you guys is the app being compatible with password management app One Password, which I use all the time. Me too. And I like the idea of apps taking on 1Password as the way of managing that stuff.
0: Interesting yeah, that they switched over to it when they stopped having a subscription where you might need to enter a password.
1: That is a funny right. timeline, isn't that?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, no, I do like 1Password um, integration, and I thank them for uh, profusely for the... Uh, For the share sheet integration, because that is just amazing.
2: Can we take a second on this subject of share sheets and sending screenshots to appreciate what a hilarious hack it is to have to take screenshots of stories to put them on Twitter to share them?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) it. That is rather absurdist. I, I There
2: there are entire apps specifically dedicated to this now, like that lets you highlight specific like yeah,
1: multiple different parts. One shot and, and so on. Yeah. Yeah. The world the world has come full circle yet again. I honor the place where my images of text meet with my Twitter tweets that are made of text. Yeah.
2: In a, in a hundred years, some historians can look back at this and go, What the hell are these people thinking?
0: Actually that's service. interesting when it comes to
1: history because the the, the archaeology of tech is really hard when things change format and storing stuff in plain text is good and sensible for archaeology purposes but when you have to stuff images and then store the images of text you've just made it harder to catalog and search
2: well not to mention you know you have the problem of bit rot and
1: well mm-hmm. that too but yeah. But format rod is is a real pain too.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I, I had to pull a couple months ago. I had to pull out an ancient, ancient Mac and a floppy drive and boot into iOS nine to read the floppy drive.
2: Can you? Drive oh, so uh, an old Mac. I
1: I was actually able to do it. I I tried doing it on SE thirty and that did not work. And then I tried doing and, and using iOS six, uh, regular OS six or System six as it were. God, the terms are killing me. Um, and then I ended up getting an iMac G4, the very first uh, sunflower-shaped one, and putting a USB floppy drive on it and getting the files out.
2: Hmm. Wait, why did you have? If you had a, did you have a USB floppy drive?
1: I did eventually get a USB floppy drive. Then
2: why did you have to use an old Mac? Why couldn't I you s- use?
1: I started because the it I had to read the files in old Mac OS OS ten would not get the HQX crap open. That it sounds like a job for a virtualization. Um I, I suppose I could have installed a virtual machine and done Sheep Shaver and all the tricks that we used to have to do, but no, just grab the old Mac and turn it on. <laughs> it must be nice to just have old Macs lying around. Um I can solve that for you and send you one. Would you no, would you like a I Mac There's, the no, there's no place to keep it in here. I know. That's why I'm offering. <laughs> so one of the things we talked about earlier, we alluded to earlier, was the Apple Watch going for a swim. And the the news story that we had, and this was popular with some of our readers on on the website, was that you know the watch is officially rated to IPX seven, so it's it's rated for a depth of one meter. And Apple recommends against swimming with the product. Don't even shower with it. You're lucky if you wash your hands with it. Please don't get any water near our precious jewel Apple Watch.
2: Actually, they recommend cleaning it by running it under the sink.
1: Okay. I was exaggerating. You're right. Um, Thank you. No, I I appreciate being absolutely specifically correct.
2: I've taken up the mantle, your mantle of... um,
1: you, you can go ahead
2: and say, call it whatever you'd like. And, I forgot. You know. No, I forgot the word I was going to use. Pedantry. There we go.
1: I, I would have accepted pain in the ass, but yes. Um. <laughs> so there was a, a triathlete blogger called Raymaker who conducted tests, and apparently the watch survived a 1,200-meter or, or almost 4,000-foot swim, Dives off of a 32-foot platform and even a waterproofing test chamber set to connect to conduct simulated dives down to 40 meters.
0: Yeah, the uh, the the part about the 1,200 meters swim is not so impressive to me. I mean, the other stuff is impressive, but that's in line with the IPX rating, isn't it? Unless he was swimming underwater.
2: Yeah. Well, under, so the IPX under six feet. T- Technically speaking, right, the IPX7 rating is for static immersion, right?
0: Oh, right, for thirty minutes.
2: Yeah, to pass to pass IP7, you don't necessarily need to have passed IP6, which is forceful water injection. Um,
0: Ooh, has anyone tried injecting the watch with water?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, <laughs> isn't isn't that what the simulated dive down to forty meters would do? The well, no, uh, that's, that's... pressure.
2: That well yeah, that's pressure static immersion. But the the yeah. idea is that it's easier for something to be water resistant when it's just sitting there versus when there's a force applied to it.
1: Right. So dynamic um, immersion is I'm slapping it into the water.
2: Yeah, or like I'm in the shower, there's a nozzle aimed at it, you know, or I'm in a strong current and et cetera, et cetera.
0: Or I'm so moving you're... through the water during a twelve hundred meter swim.
1: Right. Like... So you go to the car wash and take the pressure washer right at the digital crown and
0: Yeah, I don't really mean... know. It's not. I I don't agree with <coughs> those articles that are saying, uh, oh, Apple Apple secretly made it waterproof. They just rated it at a level that's conservative. Yeah. For very I good reason. Like. Yeah. Like as they always do. Other. Yeah. Like I mean, most other, or uh, pretty much all other companies, they're not gonna they're not gonna rate it right at the edge of um, of a uh, of failure. Yeah. Because I mean that's not. Good business practice, obviously, yeah. but um, yeah, that that simulated depth test was that's yeah, pretty impressive, I guess, because there are a decent number of holes on this watch. Yeah,
2: it's 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 worth noting that IPX7 is the same. Um, resistance rating that you get with like handheld gps units that are rated to be rugged you know to to use outside in the rain and if you accidentally drop in a puddle you'll be okay i mean it's that's exactly the same so i think that's what they were going for
1: they're so basically a product you can live with and work with and and not be afraid if you go ahead and get it wet and apparently can swim with although there are no swimming applications for it it's just a matter of having the watch on your wrist as you're swimming
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) okay so China, China. We have, we have two countries to talk about. We have China and Switzerland both, right? And uh, in, in China, we hear that smartphone sales have been dropping, but that Apple remains a strong player. And recently Tim Cook went over to China to discuss innovative environmental programs that Apple's put in place. You know, just like they bought forests here in the U- US in North Carolina, they've got um, managed forests that they're buying up in China to supply sustainable packaging. This idea of Apple buying up forestry is 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 pretty unique for a technology company, right? Yeah, I mean it's pretty unique for any company. Um,
0: I don't think that Not they're logging companies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wood?
2: Mikey, you're so funny—the Hawaiian sense of humor. On point. <laughs> I drank I drank a Kona Big Wave earlier in your honor. Oh, thank um, you. Kind of anyway, I don't, it's it's it is unique among most I don't think it's a lot of people would look at this and say a naive analysis would say where they're trying to become more vertically integrated, right? But I think the I think the actual reality of the situation is that Tim Cook just is a guy who believes in corporate social responsibility and they've identified that this is the most efficient and effective way for them to um lower
0: their environmental footprint yeah paper's a paper's a big one
1: and they were they were ranked by greenpeace far and away as being one of the very best tech companies and and no one else was close well of course i mean well that was that was
2: that part was for renewable energy but i mean yeah right they which is an interesting turnaround considering that was just what like three years ago or something they were being blasted by greenpeace every other week
1: uh, yes. Well, Greenpeace was blasting them from 2005 on, as far as I can remember, um, just about everything that they
0: with their picketing and such. Well, you yeah. know
1: the uh, the 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 bromides in the iPhone One and all the terrible things that Apple is going to do by releasing all of these iPhones into the ecosystem.
2: Yeah. Speaking of China, and unrelated to wood, um, there was an there was a report. Sometime this week that I don't think we actually covered um, that a huge portion of the people who buy iPhones in China are actually not wealthy. All of the stories about Chinese iPhone sales are about the growing middle class and and the wealthy using it as a status symbol. But um, Apple actually represented a little over 25% of smartphone sales to people who earn between $322 and $644 a month. Hmm. So one in four of those people who earn less in a month than an iPhone costs are buying iPhones, which I think speaks... Aspirational product. Yeah, which speaks to the quality of Apple's brand in China, quite frankly.
1: Uh, Well, and right, the reputation that you gain by wearing one in a way that's easily displayed. Yeah. I was, that's a good question. I was talking to a fellow who represents uh, a brand for Latin American sales and says that the biggest thing that people like to do is to wear a clip on their belt so they can show the Apple logo on their phone on the outside where people can see it instead of putting it in a pocket. Is that something that people do in China where they're showing that they have the
0: iPhone?
2: Uh, No, here everybody just carries it in their hands all the time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Or on their heads.
2: Or, yes, strapped to their heads with rubber bands. Yep. I do see a ton of, like, uh, cases that have the Apple logo on the outside of the case, though. Okay. So that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. So instead of covering up the Apple logo, you actually buy a case that has it on the back. So you, you know, make sure you get the full status that you are um, entitled to. you got to show it off.
0: I do like the uh fact that the Apple Watch has no visible Apple branding on it. Besides, you know, the entire design being weird looking. But <laughs> I, mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean that in itself is branding, but I'm I'm just saying that it doesn't have an Apple logo on it, you know, like their yeah. all of their other products. Maybe right. they it, can, it does uh, on the
1: case back, but that's tiny.
0: Yeah, well, and it's also, you know, covered by your wrist yeah and and arm hair
1: great great wrist shot there all of our all Thanks. of our commenters on the website that saw the shot of the apple watch on your, uh, yep. your wrist yep. were were so there were Look. like two or three that said Harry, and then everyone else was on your side mikey everyone said well don't pick it, on him you'll give him you'll, you'll give him a phobia you'll give yeah. him no, they're a mental. Just, they're impressed problem.
0: with the the, the glorious mane on my arm
1: they, to, they were but they care about your mental well-being they do not the, want to give you any kind of troubles or worry or or you know uh, a syndrome to the,
2: <laughs> to the people who are listening and have no idea what we're talking about Mikey posted a uh, story about how to customize a, a watch face and in the story was a photo of his watch on his wrist and his arm is uh, quite hairy her, it's her suit. You are, yes. you are <laughs> endowed with follicles. Let's say yes, and Look, I, um, it, the I've the internet that... was awash in comments about the <laughs> amount of hair that Islamic
0: is on Mikey's arm. Exactly. I, it also stands out because uh, I haven't seen the sun for quite some time, and uh, my my black Asian Asian hair is uh, <laughs> quite stands in in a stark contrast to uh, my snowy white skin. Yet but you live but in yes. Hawaii. Yeah, I never used to be this white, but uh then I got a job and yeah,
2: you know, so <laughs> mm. <sighs> it happens to the best God. of us. Cruel, God, you gotta do world. what you
1: gotta do.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, there's the old, there's the old story about the Washington about the congressman from Hawaii who spent half his time tanning on the Capitol balcony because if he went home without a tan, they'd know he'd gone to Washington.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good stuff. That was uh, to be
2: funnier than it came out, but yeah, what can
0: it do? No, it, it it is it is funny. It's good stuff. <laughs> thank you. It's very important thank you. To, uh, thank to keep you, up. Thank
2: you for soothing my loose. ego. <clears throat>
1: well, that's all we have for this week. This is the Apple Insider podcast. Join us next week when we'll talk about more incredible things happening in the news. We had with us Mikey Campbell, Yola, and Shane Cole. You are welcome for my presence. Thank you. And I'm your host, Victor Marks, and that wraps it up for this week. Feel free to please listen again and subscribe and leave good reviews on iTunes.